Welcome to the Female Startup Podcast, a podcast that shares the ups, downs and in-betweens of being a business owner, shares strategies and tips to help you to be more successful in business and also strives to help the person behind the business because you are more than just your business. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Female Startup Podcast. I am so excited because today I have a very special guest with me and her name is Brenda. Hey Brenda. Hi, it's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for being here. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking all about Canva. So if you've never heard of Canva, if you're already using Canva, we're going to be answering your questions on today's podcast. But before we get into all that goodness, let me introduce Brenda to you. So Brenda Cadman is a Canva verified expert from Prince Edward Island, Canada. She has taught thousands of small business owners through her courses and she loves to help small business owners to tame their hot mess Canva accounts by helping them to create an organizational system that ensures they can spend less time in Canva and more time doing what they love. I can preach to the fact that I have a hot mess Canva account. I'm not gonna lie. It's just it just is what it is. And um, so thank you thank you so much friends for being here. I always like to start off the podcast when I've got a guest with just a very, very random question that like to say until I ask it I have no idea what the question is going to be so we'll just see what my brain comes up with when I start I'm wondering if then. I should be nervous <laughs> I think I should be nervous because I have no idea what it is that I'm going to say okay so my question to you okay so it's not so random the weather is starting to brighten up in the UK so I am curious where's your favorite go-to holiday destination Mexico I haven't been in some time. I used to go without fail on an annual solo retreat by myself. Um, There's something about having seven days where the only question I have to answer is, would you like another margarita? (laughs) Yes. Um, And not have to be getting snacks or packing backpacks or, um, you know, all those good things. And I haven't been in some time for obvious reasons over the past few years. Um, But I am really starting to feel a little bit antsy and would love to Mm -hmm. get back down there and enjoy some more of their beautiful sunshine, their amazing food and their wonderful people. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I'm all for solo travel as well. I just think it's one of the very best things that you can do, because like you said, you don't have to answer to anybody. You can do what you want, when you want, and it is amazing. I don't have a favorite holiday destination, I don't think, but I am for the first time next year going on a cruise and I'm very excited about that. So I'm going on a Caribbean cruise. So I've never done it before, but I've seen the Virgin Voyages cruise ship and the restaurants on board and I'm a foodie and I'm like, I I need to do this. (laughs) I am 45 years old and I have never been on a cruise. So it's something to do at some point, you know, it's on the bucket list. See, this is it. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So Canva. I love Canva. And I've got so many questions about Canva. And I was like, who better to bring on than Brenda? So I guess my first question about Canva is that there's two different types of Canva accounts that you can have. There's like the Canva free version and the Canva pro version. Can you just give us like a brief explanation as to what's the difference between the two of them? Sure. And actually, there's uh, more than two, because technically, there are nonprofit, there's a nonprofit version as well, there is a an education version, as well. So those tend to have a lot of the same features as the pro version, the paid version, but not quite all of them. There's some little nuances about those. Um, So there and then there's teams as well. So there's various different kinds of subscription 
offers depending on your needs and your industry mm-hmm. and and who you serve. But you're correct that the two most commonly known are going to be the free plan, the free subscription or the pro plan. Mm-hmm. And there I mean, the reality is that on the free plan, you can do a lot of what you'll need. I've had people tell me that the free subscription that Canva has compared to other software platforms, other programs online, what you get in Canva's free subscription as compared to what you get in free plans of a lot of other programs is night and day. It is a very robust set of features and functionalities that come with the free plan. That said, if you are using Canva for business, there are going to be some key features that are only available on the pro plan that I do think make it really worthwhile, the investment. And it's not even that much of an investment. It's actually a fairly small monthly fee or annual Mm. fee. But those are going to be things like the brand kit. You do not have access to the brand kit. And actually, the more wide, uh, they've expanded into into the brand hub now. Uh, It was one of the features that was updated in Canva Create in March. And that is going to be a pro-only feature. So if you are wanting to create consistently on brand marketing materials for your business, whether that is social media graphics or it's checklists or it's lead magnets or it's course slides or webinar slides, whatever it is, this is a tool that's going to allow you to have access to your brand, to your logos, your brand colors, your brand fonts, your other brand ingredients like your photos and your icons and and those sorts of things at your fingertips. So it makes it easier and faster to be able to create this content, but it also ensures that you're creating content that looks consistently on brand. And that's going to be really important if you are trying to create brand recognition, brand trust, and all of those good things that all of us are after when we, we are starting and running our businesses. So that is specifically a pro feature, but then there's also going to be things like the resize feature. So if you do create a design that you really love, for example, for an Instagram post, and then you want to resize that into a Pinterest pin dimensions or a Facebook page cover or a YouTube banner, whatever it might be. If you don't have the pro plan, you're going to have to create a new design in those new dimensions and then copy and paste those components over. With the resize, it allows you to just go, you know, have your design open, go up into the, the options available to you, click on resize, and then you can either specify the dimensions you want it to be, or you can choose, you can search or choose from the offers, uh, the options available to you. Like, what do you want to resize this into? And then you can click a button and it's done. You do tend to need to tweak it a little bit, especially if you're going from something that might be really, you know, skinny and tall to something Mm -hmm. wide because your dimensions are changing so much. There's only so much Canva can do in terms of understanding how to shift that. I expect we'll see refinements and polishing in that in the future as well. But you still, at least it's going to save you a lot of the work. It's going to make it a lot faster. And I'm just a big believer that, you know, what's your, your time is worth something. And if there are some of these tools that are going to allow you to claw back an hour here, an hour there and create more consistent, better looking, more professional content for your business, then it's worth the investment, a small little investment each month. Yeah, I 100% agree, especially for the time-saving features like for the brand hub kit that you mentioned, just to get that consistency, mm-hmm. it is 
so useful in terms of resizing things like going from uh, Instagram maybe to LinkedIn or whatever it is just to be able to do that with just one press of a button just save so much mm-hmm. time and then that consistency of the branding because I love the fact that I've got my brand kit and yes it has moved and that threw me first when it moved to the brand hub because I was like where's my colors gone where's everything <laughs> gone but then I found it so it was okay and just to be able to click it and I and uh, correct me if I'm wrong that feature the change or feature that hasn't always been there has it so like if you've got one color and you want to change the color across all of the documents that wasn't always possible was it to be able to do that or no no that there's there's change all for color and for fonts and it's a yeah you have to understand the intricacies of it because what's going to happen is it's not going to necessarily change every instance through a design if you Mm. change the color on a shape for example it's going to change it across all shapes but it's not going to change it across all text as well Mm. you'll be prompted to change all again if you then change text color so there's some little nuances in how it works um but that there's these little time saving features that yeah. are not necessarily front you know front facing and you kind of exactly. have to know to look for them so those yeah. are the that's why those are the kinds of questions that I like to tackle when I do YouTube videos mm. I'm not going to give you a tutorial on you know how to create how to customize your um, templates using Canva. That's a very broad topic. What I am going to do is how do I change the color across a design? That's one specific question, one quick win. And those are the kinds of things that people who are actively using it in their business really need to know. Otherwise, they're going to go down that YouTube rabbit hole and waste way too much time. 100%. And I think that point that you made about saving time is so important, especially for solo business owners, because you're doing everything in your business. So to have those little time saving hacks where you can just press one button and it just does everything that you need is such a game changer. So I love that. And you've touched on this already, Brenda, but uh, but it would be useful to hear, especially for people who are listening and they may not have a Canva account and they're probably thinking, should I go to Canva? Is this something that I should do? Can you just talk about some of the things that a, a service-based business owner could use Canva for in their business? And like I said, you've already touched on some of them, but could you just talk a little bit more about that? And it, it's interesting because I've been using Canva since almost the beginning. May, I think it was late 2013, maybe the early 2014. So I wasn't the first, but I was amongst the early adopters. And it has changed a lot in terms of what you can create with it. In those early days, it really was just social media graphics. You'd primarily be creating Facebook posts or Instagram posts. But Canva's really broadened in terms of being a graphic design tool. You're going to be able to now create everything, anything you need for your online marketing, whether it is those graphics or your various social media branding components or content for um, your lead magnet. If you're creating an ebook or a checklist or worksheet, if you are creating slides for um, a presentation that you're doing, whether that's a webinar or a, you know, a um, course slides or anything you need. If you're an online, if you're going to be creating an online course, you're definitely going to be in Canva up to your eyeballs (laughs) because you can create all those components, but they have expanded as well. There's a lot of print products that you can create. I have created custom Christmas cards fairly often. I have created custom branded welcome packages when I've run some of my bigger Canva programs in the past so that I could send these little customized packets in the mail. And that just gives that little extra element of surprise and delight. You can create, you know, you can print swag as well. I have multiple uh, hoodies. <laughs> I'm normally not as dressed up as this. Normally you'll see, <laughs> you'll see me in a big old 
big old comfy hoodie with a great big verified Canva logo on it. And they've really expanded in terms of what's available. Mm. The specifics in terms of the the actual physical pieces will depend on your location in terms of what is available to you. But ultimately, if there's something you need in your business to support your service-based business, whether it's for online materials or print materials, there's a very good chance you're going to be able to do that through Canva. And there's a very good chance as well that you'll already be able to find a template within Canva that will help you to do that. And that's the other thing I love about Canva as well is that it has these templates so that if you are not design savvy, as I, I, I wouldn't say that I am design savvy in the way that some other designers are, but what's helpful is when you have those templates and it can, even if it just gives you that inspiration, you can just use it as a base and then you can customize the templates to your fonts, to your colors, mm-hmm. and you can add different things to it. So even if you don't have any design skills at all, like you can just use what Canva already has or just adapt it a little bit. So yeah, I love that. That. And those things that you were talking about for what you can use Canva for, I think that's great because, as I say, there may be people who are just like, I'm not sure Canva is for me, but I think hearing all of the different things that they can do and hearing how customizable everything is, is like, oh, okay, cool. And even for people who have probably used Canva for a while, they may not have thought to use Canva for things like welcome packs. Like I create yeah. my email banners in there as well, so like the email yeah. banners. Even for my website and my sales page, it's like I will create backgrounds and things like that in Canva that I can then upload to my sales page and have as like nice pretty background so so useful so useful yep I think Uh, sometimes it's just a matter of being creative taking a step back and thinking yeah stop rather than saying what can I use Canva for it's what do I want in my business what do I need right now and does Canva solve that problem. If it does, wonderful. If it doesn't, or it feels like there's some friction in using it to accomplish what you're trying to do, don't use it. I I think that you need to choose the right tool. Canva does have these kind of one-page website options inside of it as well, but it's Mm. not a substitute for a proper full proper website building yeah. platform. I ran a website yeah. development company for 20 years. I'm not here mm. saying that Canva is a substitute for a proper yeah. website. Mm. So it's important to make sure that the tool fits the goals that you have. Yes. But there's a very good chance for a lot of what you need as a service-based business that Canva is mm. going to be a very satisfactory or an optimal tool to achieve that. Oh, yeah, I yeah, 100% agree. I love that. I love that. And so we were talking about hot mess camera accounts. And I confess mm-hmm. that mine can be a little bit of a hot mess. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I have my folders, but I, I, not everything is in its place. And I know that it isn't. So what is, in your opinion, what's the best way to be more organized when you are using Canva? And I will say just at the top there that you are in extraordinarily good company. <laughs> <laughs> This is hands down the biggest challenge that I see for anybody using Canva. It is the one thing that across the board from those who are brand new to the platform to those who are experts themselves, as in their other verified experts. (laughs) This is just a skill set that it's not so much about understanding how to use the tool. It is it's imposing some sort of order on the platform. And not everybody is wired to do that naturally. Mm -hmm. Some of us came out of the womb organizing. (laughs) Most Mm -hmm. people did not. So I think it it really comes down to understanding that everybody's organization system is going to be different. Yeah. 
there is no one size fits all right mm-hmm. approach to do this. There are some general principles that I like to teach and some best practices. And I can certainly give some inspiration in terms of the kinds of folders that you might want. But ultimately, you are the person who is having to retrieve those designs, mm-hmm. those images, the videos, the content that is inside of your Canva account. So whatever your organizational system is, it needs to work for your brain and how yeah. you intuitively go to retrieve information. So what works for me may not work for somebody else who is wired differently and that's mm-hmm. fine. And there's no problem with having an org- a folder system that looks completely haphazard to somebody else if you yeah. are the only person having to look for that exactly. content. If you have a team that is mm-hmm. needing to access content, then we have a different challenge that we need to address. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but for the majority, if you're just, if you're a startup, and you're working, you know, you're a solopreneur, it's just you, then create a system that works for you. And if you've created folders and you're finding it just really hard to remember where to put things, you probably don't have the right folder system. So typically the steps, the general high level steps that I recommend are to first go through your account. If you have had it for a while, go through and delete what you don't need. There's probably a lot of stuff in there that you have amassed that doesn't need to be there. You know, you've copied yeah. something planning to use that copy and then you never did. And mm-hmm. it's just sitting there cluttering up space yeah. or you made, you know, you saved templates that somebody offered as a freebie and you thought, oh, I might use those Instagram mm-hmm. templates. And then you realize nah, it's not really the right fit for <laughs> yeah. my branding, but the templates are still sitting there, the copies of mm-hmm. them. So we tend to collect stuff that we don't need going yeah. through and doing a bit of a, a pruning to get rid of what you don't need is important because we don't want to be create trying to create a folder structure and organization filing structure for stuff that we just don't need. It's just going to make it, sure. it's going to take longer and it's going to cause more frustration. Mm-hmm. So get it through create an archive folder. So if you have a lot of stuff that you just don't actively need access to, but you want to keep for future reference or for nostalgia purposes or whatever the rationale might be, having an archive folder that you can kind of dump all of that into and just put on your little Canva shelf to that it's there if you need it, but it is not getting in the way of everything else that you actually actively need to have access to. And then do an inventory of what is remaining. And you're probably going to start to see some natural high-level categories start to appear. Yeah. Things like clients, social media, presentations, um, freebies, blog and website designs, things like that. And you're going to, those are the high level categories that you're going to want to create folders uh, for at the the top level of your projects page. You can't organize from the home screen, from Canvas home screen, all of those designs that it shows you that are all your recent designs. There's nothing you can do about those. Don't work from the home screen, go straight to the projects page. That's where you can create your folders. That's where you can put things into your folders. That's where you can actually create some sort of functional organization system. So create those top level folders. And then you'll start to find as you file things into them that there are natural subfolder categories Mm -hmm. that make sense. But that's really going to depend on your unique needs, how you're using Canva and the kind of content that you're creating. That was so useful, especially the part about just archiving, because you're right. Like I know they're in my Canva account. I've copied things. People have shared things with me. I have downloaded templates and they're just sat there. They're not really doing anything. 
But yeah. there may come a point in the future where I need it, but I don't need it right now. So to put it in a, in a folder that's marked archive or shelf or whatever it's called so that you know that it's yeah. not in your face, it's not there, it's not cluttering up space because as a new business owner, when you're kind of going in to do something, your mind is already crowded. You've already got a million and one things that you want to do anyway. And to be able to go into a system which is more organized and more structured so that when you go in there, you don't feel stressed, you feel calm, is it makes such a difference. And something like this, yes, it's going to take some time to put together, but that time, in my opinion, is really well spent because you're going to save time in the long run. Because as you yeah. said, when you go in there, you're not going to be scrambling around trying to think, where did I put that Instagram post again where did I put that real template again because it's going to be in the folder that you created so yeah I I absolutely love that and you're also going to avoid having to recreate content because you can't find that thing Mm -hmm. that you had recreated and I have spoken to more people than I can count who have just realized that recreating the slide is going to be faster than trying to locate the original one Mm. and that's not a good use of your time if you yeah if you're able to create a, a system and a workflow for yourself that you know where this content is easily to be able to go and find it. Otherwise, you just you do end up just scrolling and scrolling. And you may have a lot of designs that look very similar or even identical from their little thumbnail image, but they're different sizes, they're different purposes, they're different content. You could have two identical looking presentations and one has a few different slides in it because it was for a particular audience and that's the version Mm -hmm. that you want. So you fall into a trap of just opening everything until you find what you're looking for. Why don't we skip all of that by having a system that is a little more organized and designs that are named in an organized, consistent way so that you can stop wasting all that time. Because I I know the reason a lot of people don't organize, they don't carve the time out to do it, is it just doesn't feel like, uh, it doesn't feel urgent. It's important, but it doesn't feel urgent. But the amount of time that you are wasting is going to quickly surpass the amount of time Mm -hmm. it would take to just sit down and deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or pay somebody to sit down and do it for you. If you exactly. can't sit down and have a team member or somebody that this is their skill set, if you if you mm. just look at your your Canva account and it just makes you want to cry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not here to say you have to be the person to do it, but if there's somebody who can take that off your plate, those are options as well. It doesn't have yeah. to be you. Yeah, yeah, no, that, and that makes sense. And I think that's reassuring to know that you don't have to do it. Somebody else can do it for you. Yeah. It could even be like a fun task for if, if you've got children or something like that and they're very detail orientated. Maybe they would be, they would love to do something like this. It, you know, it's just something, it, make it a fun activity for them. Depends, depends on how your ch- children are wired. Well, I don't think this is a task I would give to my kid. But this is, and I, as I was saying that, I was like, yeah, maybe not. I, I'd probably give it to my little brother because he is very detail orientated. So he, he would just love doing that. He would love to just organize it all. And I think he would have fun doing that. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I was going to ask you, Brenda, and, I, and we've kind of covered it, but I'm just curious if there's anything else that you'd want to add. And my, my question is, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you think people make with Canva? And we've talked about just now the fact that people don't put things in folders yeah. and maybe that, you know, and that cause causes them to spend more time looking for things or having to create things but are there any other common types of mistakes that you see people making when it comes to using Canva yeah I think really one of the big ones is just falling into a trap of feeling like you have to 
you have to custom design, that you have to create this stuff from scratch and you don't. I really firmly believe that one of the best ways to use Canva is to start with a template. If you are not a designer, you're not going to be um, versed, well versed in looking for things like contrast and hierarchy and white space and all of these design principles that a graphic designer whose template has been approved for inclusion in the template library, those are the kinds of things that are going to be considered in in those designs. So mm-hmm. I would much rather see you spend your time looking around the template library a little bit, f- using some of the filters available to you to find something that has the bones of mm-hmm. what you need, has the general aesthetic of your branding, and then use that brand kit that we talked about earlier to Mm. customize it so that it does feel uniquely, you know, unique to your brand as opposed to looking like a cookie cutter template. Don't just be grabbing a template and not changing it all. You do want Mm. to customize it. That's a very important step, but you don't have to start from scratch. And I don't think it's a good use of your time unless it's something you really enjoy doing. Then have at her. I'm not here to say, you know, you can't have fun, Um, (laughs) but it. I think there's a a self-imposed pressure that a lot of business owners put on themselves that this is supposed to be easy, so I should be able to create something. And then they end up sitting there staring at a blank screen and just wanting to toss their laptop out the window. Mm -hmm. So skip that. Look for a template. Lots to choose from. So many templates to choose from. And so many third-party template providers out there as well, whether it's Mm -hmm. through stock photo memberships or template memberships or um, you know, as bonuses and courses and mem- other yeah. memberships and things like that, there's a lot of, there's no shortage of template options. It's just focus your time on choosing the ones that will fit for fit you, yeah. customize them, and then move on and let them do the things that they were supposed to do. You don't have to custom design. I love that. And I think you're right. There's a tendency for business owners to think I have to do everything myself or mm-hmm. I have to do things the long way. And actually, you don't have to do that. If you start off with something, then it just makes it so much easier to be able to adapt that to your liking rather than just starting from like a blank slate, because that blank yeah. slate sometimes that, that blank page, it can just it can it, that can then lead to procrastination because you have no idea where to start. So, yeah. I I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, Brenda, thank you so much. This has been so, so, so useful. Is there anything that you want to let people know about Canva that we haven't already covered that you think actually it may be useful for people to know this? You don't have to use every single feature available to you in Canva. You don't Mm. have to feel like you have to learn every single feature. I do this as my business and there are a ton of features that I have not explored yet because Mm. there's just too much and it's constantly changing. It is constantly being refined or moved or (laughs) built out or all of these things. So focus on the fundamentals of understanding how to use some of the basic building blocks, learn how to get around the platform, learn how to use the elements that Canva provides, you know, how to use shapes and lines, how to search for things in their um, graphics library, how to use a grid, things like these basic building blocks that are the foundation, the foundational components to creating designs in Canva. And just focus on that. Don't worry about having to use all the AI features available to you. If that isn't a fit for what you want to do, you don't can you create video in there? Yes. Do you want to create video? If you don't, yeah. don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Just focus on the the handful of things that you want to be able to accomplish and create. 
And if you're able to do that in Canva, wonderful. Don't, again, it's about that pressure, that mindset of, I have to know how to do all the things. I have to know how to, you know, create everything from scratch. You don't, if you are getting value out of Canva, then it's doing its job. So I would say, don't, you know, really don't worry about having to learn all the various things because you're never going to be able to, that's just the reality. Yeah. And that's such great advice. You don't have to, and it's the same advice about, you know, running a business or building a business. You don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to work, you know, think to yourself, I've got to know every single thing because there's no way that you can. Mm -hmm. You just wait until you need to know that information. So as you pointed out with video, if you get to that stage where you're like, right, I want to start using video on Canva, then you can start learning how to do that. But you don't need to do it if, if it's not something that's on the radar for the immediate future. So I think that's such great advice. And thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) This has just been so, so, so insightful, Brenda. So thank you so much. And you have a free gift that you want to share with the audience. You just want to talk a little bit about what that is. Sure. I actually just pushed it live today. So, um, you know, folks who hear this will probably be amongst some of the first to download it. So I, because organization is something that I'm incredibly passionate about, and I do think that it is important to, if you are using Canva for the first time to set you up for success, and if you are a more veteran user of the program to regain a sense of control over the Canva account that you have. So I have a, just a PDF download. It's called the Canva Organization Roadmap, and it's going to walk you through kind of a five-step framework to start imposing some order and tackling Mm -hmm. that hot mess Canva account that you have. So that is available now and probably will be for the foreseeable future. I love it. I love it. And don't worry about thinking, how do I get access to that in the show notes? I'm going to put a link to it so that you can just go there and you can download it. I will also be downloading it as well, because like I said, I confess my Canva account is a hot mess. I feel like you need to get a t-shirt that says that, Brenda. My Canva account is a hot mess. Or my Canva account was a hot mess until I worked with Brenda. (laughs) I will be uh, looking for your testimonial. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Also, thank you so much for being here. It's been great. And thank you so much for listening. Until next time, happy goal getting. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and the rest of the podcast episodes, please leave a review. It really does make a difference. Thank you.